This is Capricorn FM Podcast. This month, I'm extremely excited to be sharing with you a word that the Lord has laid upon my heart, a word that truly is in season as is in tune with where we are as humanity. And indeed, this morning, if you are getting ready to go to church, if uh, your church has decided to open and uh, you are resuming your uh, your worship sessions as you might, please do make sure that you observe what uh, what has been placed before you by the, the government. Make sure that it is 50 people or less and please if you are not feeling well please do remain at home it will not mean that you do not have faith or you are not a person of faith but it will just mean that you understand where you are right now also make sure you keep a safe distance between one another that is uh, one meters to 1.5 meters apart also wash your hands for 20 seconds at least with soap and also make sure that you keep with you hand sanitizer when you cough make sure that you cover your coffin you are wearing a mask at all times it is so crucial that we keep to these calls that we have been asked to observe a very important moment in time many times we have spoken you and i many times we have uncovered the scars and the pain that forces us to become who we mirror today for many the scars and the pain of the reality of life in the 20th century has forced us to become cold and absent to the emotions of our feelings you see in king james bible first corinthians 13 verses 1 it says when i was a child i spoke as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things meaning as a child your understanding of your actions and the repercussions of them is dependent on your childlike understanding as a child you mirror what you see you mirror what you've been given and you might even mirror the mistakes of the father the Bible speaks of a concept of the sins of the father, a concept that encapsulates sin being passed from one generation to another. The children of those who sin do in fact inherit the seed of sin and the nature of sin of the ones who came before them. Moreover, certain sin carries intergenerational consequences. One thinks of the abuse, one thinks of alcoholism, the other sins that are personal assaults and violations of the image of God in the human being. Let's examine the quote of the scripture that says, You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents of the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. You can find that in uh, Exodus 20 verses 5. You might be asking yourself to why I'm so interested in this concept of generational sin in this month of June. Well, it has always been ironic for me that we celebrate Youth Day and Father's Day in the very same month. For me, this speaks of a connection that exists between the future and the past. The genesis of fathers who, however, might have not had the privilege of having the comfort of a father who raised them, that they might raise their sons in a way that is pleasing. 
The first Father's Day was observed in uh, 1907 in West Virginia, a commemoration that uh, commemorated a mine disaster that killed 361 men and 250 of them were fathers and which left more than hundreds and thousands of children without fathers. Grace Gold Clayton, whose father was killed in the tragedy, suggested a service to commemorate the pastor of the local church as he was a father to her, but it never really caught on as an annual observation. In South Africa, of course, June 16 is a day that is highly celebrated in our calendars as we commemorate students from numerous Soweto schools who began to protest in the streets of Soweto in response to the introduction of Afrikaans as a medium of instruction in their local school. It is estimated that 20,000 students took part in this protest and they were met with police brutality that killed many. The irony of these two great moments in life is not lost in me. The present and the future find a point of meeting and relating, yet the past informs the future and the future is dependent on the effort and the nature of the past, which brings about a brighter present moment. You see, if the father does not fight and win the battles presented to him by the devil, sons and daughters will be confronted by the very same demons that haunt the father and the children will battle with what their father did not conquer. See, the devil feeds off generational weaknesses. Let me qualify this, that if you as a father fails to display consistency and high morals, your son will struggle to model what he does not see. If you as a father struggle to model persistence and long suffering to your son, it is difficult in turn to turn around tomorrow and suggest that your son is lazy. You see... The son is dependent on how the father fights his battles. A story is told about a father who liked taking walks with his son. And every now and again, they would uh, cross very dangerous territory. But the father would always be calm and would say to his son, Be careful where you walk. You see, the son admired and trusted his father as he was his hero. The son knew his father would never lead him on a dangerous path without a plan to escape. When his father would tell him to be careful, he would respond without fear and said, No, dad, you be careful. For remember, I follow in your footsteps. Men of God, head of the family, chief priest, family builder, provider, protector, father, son and husband. I thought to ask you this morning. Are you expecting your son and your daughter to walk a path you yourself are not willing to walk? Are you expecting them to live a life that you yourself are struggling to model? And from the examples that you teach, you expect them to be better than who you are? Men of God, father, husband, are you expecting your children to continue in the path you have taken if you yourself are struggling to fight the current wars that are before you? Will you let your children pay the debts that you yourself 
are not willing to pay? Will you let your children suffer the wars that you yourself were unable to defeat? Or will you rise above what you've been subjected to, to become bigger and better than what you have been called to be? Men of God, I thought to ask you this morning, have you dealt with the wars that were presented to you? As a father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. For he knows how we were formed. He remembers that we are dust. My father, my God, I thank you, Lord, that father, you formed me. You formed us, so God, from nothing. And you breathe life into us, O God, that we might be able to experience your greatness. We might be able to experience who you are, O God. Father, with this new series, O God, may you minimize me and maximize yourself as you restore and pour in to your people, O God. Father, we trust you, O God. Amen and amen. Thank you so much this morning for letting me into your home, for letting me into your space as we uh, unravel a brand new series for this month of June, where you and I have conversations about scars and pains that perhaps have been buried so deep we have even forgotten about them. Though they might inform and somehow affect the relationships we currently hold, many of us would rather shut that door and never speak about it. But I submit to you this morning, that to fully be restored, to walk in what God has called you to become, it might need you to open that door. A word from today comes from uh, Psalm 103, verses 13 to 14, and it speaks of the compassion that an earthly father has to have for his children, the very same compassion God has for those who fear him. This morning, I'd like to introduce a term to you, a term that you've heard before, but perhaps have identified with it in a different, in a different way. I want to introduce to you a term that is daddy issues. A term that is tossed around a lot, but most of the people doing the tossing are getting it all wrong, you see. It becomes a catchphrase to describe almost anything that a woman does when it comes to sexual behavior or relationship. If by any means she puts out too much of herself or doesn't want to put out much of herself or looks for reassurance, then she must have daddy issues. If she prefers older men and likes being called a bad girl or perhaps calling her partner daddy in intimate moments, then she must have daddy issues. But I submit to you this morning, the daddy issues are not gender specific. Matter of fact, the statistics are shocking. 60% of South African kids are in households without fathers. 10% of those households have lost the father due to death. And 50% of fathers are alive but are not present in the lives of their kids. These statistics are shocking and have been gathered from Stats SA General Household Survey, which was conducted in 2016 and 2017. Do we understand the extent of the psychological effects dead beat fathers have on their children? 
the resentment and loneliness children feel due to having an absent father. And mom who is busy working two jobs as hard as she's trying to bridge the gap that the absent father has caused to take care of the child. Might I submit to you that by herself, she will not be able to do it. This could be why statistics show that 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. Kids grow up with misplaced anger, which statistically shows that they will be more prone to violence. Girls grow up with daddy issues and live the rest of their lives trying to find a father figure that could be alive but just absent in his presence. Maybe not even giving a care in the world of what she's eating or wearing or who she becomes. Are we creating a nation of people who are going to grow with daddy issues? And you might be thinking to yourself, my dad has always been around, but being around might not mean that he's present in terms of emotion. You see, do you have an emotional relationship with your father? I guess this is a good point for me to uh, tell you that we're starting a brand new series called Daddy Issues. Allow me to tell you first that we all have daddy issues. Let me qualify that. Every relation you will have will be based on the fundamental relationship that comes from your childhood. And if not managed, they could cause you or rather cloud you of your relationship with your heavenly father. Today, I want to lay the foundation for a series I like to call Daddy Issues. Before we speak about your relationship with your heavenly father who is God, I have to check your relationship with your earthly father. Do you have a relationship with your earthly father? I'm not asking if he's absent or if he's present. You see, the question is based on relations. Can you relate with your father on earth? Do you know him personally? Or was there never any room for that to ever happen Is he alive but dead to you? Is he present but absent as a father? Is he present as a provider but absent as an emotional pillar in your life? You see, we've all experienced and all are going to experience at some point or another in your life daddy issues. If you've never had a chance to meet your father because he died before you could meet him, my deepest and sincere condolences to you. And if you know he's alive but absent, let me comfort you and say to you, you see in Psalm 63, says sing to God, sing praises to his name, exalt him who rides on the cloud. His name is the Lord and rejoice before him. You see, he is a father to the fatherless and a defender to the widow. God knew that you might not be able to depend on your earthly father because after all, they are only human. God knew that you might not be able to find all that you need from a man because they too are seeking and it might be hard for them to find it because it is already so hard to be a man. Might I submit to you this morning that you could be suffering from father issues because you never ever solved 
the issues of the father that gave birth to your father. So this is a generational seed that is going to manifest itself into your life. One of the many reasons why he could be cold and perhaps unrelatable is because maybe his father never modeled to him and he's unable to display what he's never been shown. But see, I thank God that in Psalm 139, it says, Oh Lord, you have searched me. You have searched me and know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You understand my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my laying down. You are aware of all of my ways. Even before a word is in my tongue, you know all about it, O Lord. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hands upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to obtain. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in sleeves, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the farthest sea, even there your hand will guard me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me, even the darkness is not dark to you. But the night shines like the day, for the darkness is as a light to you. Before you judge her and call her a gold digger, a slave queen, before you judge him and say that he doesn't know how to express his feelings, he's constantly angry and filled with hate, before you call him an emotionless robot, before you judge her as a mother and judge him as a father, before you think you understand the dynamics of who the person is and why they fight the way they fight and why they struggle with the truth and communication the way they do, before you think you are better than them and more emotionally stable, remember, that we will all not serve the same dish in life. In this series, I want to deal with why you struggle with commitment, why you struggle with your identity, why you think you are not good enough and how you are affected by the relationships. But I also want to acknowledge Father's Day as a day to celebrate men who have looked over what they did not get to become who God has called them to become. I want to acknowledge men who work two jobs to feed their children and their families. I also want to acknowledge those who run away from their children and leave them to die. And as dynamic and as complex as this might sound, I thought I would ask you this morning, child of God, have you healed from your daddy? issues that was capricorn fm podcast